0: You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at HelpForHD.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2,
1: Hi, guys, and thanks for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder. Today, we are going to be talking about durable medical equipment. Um, I'm getting my live video up right now, so I am, uh, just bear with me. I'm trying to do something new um, and see what everybody thinks about it, um, because I would like to do, here we go, so what I would like to do is actually have um, a live video um, while I'm doing the show, so that's what I'm working on. This is my first time doing that um, as I'm doing the show, so just bear with me. But today we're going to be talking about durable medical equipment, and because um, I have learned a lot um, here in the past couple months due to Dad, um, and so we're gonna um, we're gonna dive into that today a little bit because I have some really good um, really good. What is it called? I found some really, really good resources. I'd love to get some feedback from you guys. Um, So I am going to figure out how I can screen share, too. So just bear with me uh, as we, we do this here. Let's see. So the reason I wanted to focus on durable medical equipment and one of the reasons I'm doing it this way um, this week is um, I don't know how many uh, other people are um, are taking care of their loved one at home right now instead of um, – uh, instead of sending them into a skilled nursing facility. And the reason I say that is because dad recently had a, um, a fall, really bad fall. And um, it was recommended that we, um, that we not put him into a skilled nursing facility um, due to, uh, the fact that they feel like he would decline rapidly. So, dad has been dealing with a lot of falls recently. Um, okay, I'm sharing this link really quick in the groups so everybody can join in. That way, you guys can ask questions. There we go. So anyway, he's had a lot of falls recently. Um, at this last one, he ended up with um, a head bleed. And um, he's got a helmet, and he, um, you know, he, he's very confused, which we were dealing with the confusion before, but we're now dealing more with a uh, dementia-type thing going on and sundowning. And he um, doesn't recognize where he is most of the time. Um, he knows who I am um, most of the time, but sometimes like he'll think that I'm my aunt, which is which is great and funny, and um, I love when he he thinks I'm my aunt because there's all kinds of memories that he has with her. Um, since like, the other night he, he thought I was my aunt and I was holding my son and he thought that was my cousin Ryan. Well, my cousin Ryan's, you know, like in his thir- uh, almost 30. We're at 30 now. Um, and Odin is eight months. So that's always fun. But anyway, because of this last uh, fall and this last um, hospitalization, the neurologist actually recommended that we not – put him into a skilled nursing facility um, due to him being so confused and his other issues, um, because he's got a lot going on. And so they recommended we not put him into a skilled nursing facility um, because they felt that he would decline rapidly with people not being able to go in due to COVID. So uh, we are doing the care at home. Well, that means a lot of stuff. Uh, Dad is now advanced stages of Huntington's disease. So we have to have a ton of stuff for him. Um, We have to have. um, Sorry, guys, I'm still sharing the link, trying to get it up for you guys. But there's a lot of stuff that comes along with taking care of somebody at home. Um, So. Uh, let's see if I can change permissions here so make it public. But there's a lot of stuff that comes along with taking care of somebody at home um, and getting things set up. And if you're like us, there's not a lot of money um, to be able to uh, take care of all this stuff. So I had to do extensive research on on how we get all this taken care of and, um, and and, uh, and everything. Okay, so how do I, we're going to do stream. How do I change it to public from here? There's got to be a way to do it.
0: Live video, edit post.
1: I just want the permissions. Ah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Anyways, as I was saying, sorry, I was trying to figure that out. There's been a lot um, that we've had to do to get things set up at home. Um, and now, how do I get this back up on my screen? Um, there's been a lot that we've had to do. We've had to get a lot of durable medical equipment, which all costs money, right? So when you think about durable medical equipment, what I'm talking about is wheelchair um, and uh, hospital bed and um, stuff like bedside commode and any type of things that you need to adapt to home uh, would be considered, you know, the durable medical equipment. Um, but the big thing is the wheelchair and the bed and the bedside commode um, that you end up needing assistance buying because um, not everybody has the same insurance and not everybody qualifies for, um, for Medicaid. So then you run into, well, how am I going to pay for this stuff? Um, and I'm going to share this link to our help for HD live as well. Come on guys. Okay. So the reason I'm doing the Facebook live too is because I want to be able to get you guys to ask me questions. If you have any questions. Um, so I've shared the link for our blogtalkradio.com link over to, um, to the actual page in case you want to find this information again and listen again. So anyway, the big things that that we were talking about um, hospital bed, wheelchair, and other durable medical equipment. So what you run into, depending on your insurance is insurance will only pay for a portion of these things sometimes. And you've really got to delve into your insurance to figure out what it is they are going to pay for. Uh, Medicare usually will pay for one wheelchair, and I'm going to say this, when you're looking at the wheelchairs for Huntington's disease, you want to make sure that you are getting your best option, um, because with Huntington's, we're dealing with a lot more complicated stuff, so a basic wheelchair is not going to work. So, um, So, you know, they give you, you know, they start off with, oh, let's give you this very basic wheelchair. And sometimes there's a belt on it and sometimes they're not. So you might have to buy one. Um, And so that doesn't work for Huntington's, as we know, because our loved ones will fall out of the chairs. um, And it's just not really um, a good option. So the first thing I'm going to recommend is when you are getting a wheelchair, and whether this is whether you're going to be at home doing care or not, somebody is going to need a wheelchair. Um, So your best option is to talk to the neurologist and get them to do a wheelchair evaluation. See if they'll put that in for you, a referral to where you can go to a place and they will evaluate your loved one for for a specific wheelchair. And when they do that, what they're going to do is um, they're going to see, you know, can the person do an electric wheelchair if not, what are, our, what are our other options as far as specialized wheelchairs? Um, most of us know there are Broda wheelchairs for Huntington's disease that have special padding. Um, there are specific chairs to make our loved ones more comfortable, especially with, you know, pressure points and being in a in a wheelchair constantly. Um, so Broda is a good one to look at, but there are other options out there and I just wanted to tell you that. Um, now for Medicare to cover it, um, Again, they're going to cover one thing. They're usually not going to cover the full amount of stuff. They'll cover up to 80% of most medical durable medical equipment. Um, and so if you don't have anything else, that can get very expensive, especially if you're dealing with specialized things like um, a Broda wheelchair or a um, specialized uh, ICU bed uh, or hospital bed for at home. Um, so, you will run into, okay, well, how am I going to deal with costs? Um, so that's one thing to talk to your neurologist about is getting that wheelchair evaluation, seeing how your insurance is going to pay, if they will pay at all. Um, if you have Medicare, you know, you might have to really dive into it and, um, and just talk to them about, okay, what will you guys pay for? What are the costs that I'm looking at? And if you have Medicaid, um, they may cover certain things, and you're really, really going to have to fight, um, and really show a medical necessity. Really get your doctors to document everything, um, and uh, you know, tell why this is—it's medically necessary for them to have something more than just a basic wheelchair. Okay, um, so that's first step. Okay. So the other thing that you may run into, especially if you're taking care of your loved one at home right now during COVID, um, and and you're wanting your loved one at home and you're having to look at a hospital bed for them because they're more advanced stages. So what we run into again is Medicare will usually only pay for the very basic type of hospital bed. Um, so we're talking it could be a a crank on this hospital bed. They'll say it's semi-electric. So it it puts the head up, um, so head up or down, but it um, cranks at the bottom to lift it up or down, which can be a hassle for caregivers um, and can also be a hassle for uh, loved ones. So um, always see if there's a way that you could maybe do A fully electric hospital bed because you're dealing with advanced stages, seeing if Medicare will pay for that because this is a specialty disease, so sometimes they will pay for it. You have to, again, prove it is medically necessary. So this means really working with um, a social worker or a case manager at a hospital for them to submit paperwork to say why it is medically necessary and getting your neurologists that are that are working with you to document this in the medical records. It is medically necessary for them to have a specialized bed. Um, Even then you may run into um, Medicare and Medicaid not being willing to pay. So then you're kind of stuck with, okay, maybe they have more advanced needs like my dad. So in advanced stages, and we're dealing with um, with uh, heart issues with him. He's on dialysis. He really is having a hard time with standing. Um, and, you know, mom has congestive heart failure, and she's doing the majority of the care. Um, so we really needed a specialized bed that was going to help us with transfers, with um, sitting him up. He's on oxygen. Um so, you know, I had to really uh, look for something that's more than that, 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 than that basic hospital bed. Um, in order to get that, the neurologist had to say, you know, they really, really need this and really submit the documentation um, so we could get this working. Um, so, um, we did not get... Medicare, Medicaid to pay for the bed. So then what are, what are you looking at? Well, when you're looking at specialized beds, um, when you're looking at like what we got, Dad, which is not, it's an ICU level, intensive care unit level hospital bed. So it has the air mattress that um, has pressure points. It actually sits that person up. It will lay the person back so you can... Um, so you can adjust them a little bit easier. So you put them back and then you're able to pull them up as they slide out of bed because with dad and his movement, he tends to slide down in the bed. Um, so we had to get him something that was going to be very easy for mom to do um, with transfers, with, um, you know, with just care because it's me and mom right now doing everything. So we um, really, really needed a specialized bed, and we were getting a lot of pushback um, with uh, with Medicare covering and getting assistance with that, even with the doctor putting the notes that dad needed a more specialized bed. So what you then run into is you can find refurbished hospital beds um, you know there are a ton of medical supply stores uh, with refurbished hospital beds there is a really good one here in North Carolina um, and the guy actually has created his own hospital bed and I talked with him about um, about the hospital bed that he has created because of these needs for in-home, um, more advanced stages of diseases and needing more, you know, and so he's created this home bed. But he also runs a um, medical equipment uh, store in Elkin, North Carolina. And um, if I can figure out how to share the um, share screen here. So um, basically, what it is, it's a um, medical supply. Let's do medical supply for durable medical equipment. So, um, anyways, this guy. He uh, does refurbished medical uh, hospital beds, like hospital-grade hospital beds. And he um, – when I'm talking about hospital-grade, um, I'm talking about – when you look at hospital beds um, in the hospital, a lot of them are called hill um Let me figure out this this uh, screen sharing here because I know there's a way to do it. I just saw it. Oh, start screen share. Ha! Look at that. Where'd it go? Video. Well, maybe it's not gonna let me do. Maybe it's not gonna let me do it. I was hoping it would let me share. Anyways, so Hill Rom beds. I'm gonna post a link to what Hill Rom beds look like. So if you go into um, the comments on Facebook Live, there is a link to Hill Rom beds because I wanted you to look at this and see what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these hospital grade beds. Um, these beds new cost. Upwards of ten thousand dollars. Okay, these beds are crazy expensive. You can get hospital beds like this that are refurbished for the cheapest I found was twenty five hundred dollars, um, and usually between three and five thousand. So if <laughs> if you heard that number just now and you went, oh my God. We did, too. It's a crazy amount of money to think that a refurbished bed is $5,000. Um, you know, these are very specialized beds. So, yeah, and you're sitting there going, well, there's no way that I'm going to be able to afford this. I mean, it's absolutely crazy how in the world. Um, thanks, Tammy. Yay. Okay. So... Here's what I did. I looked at this and I went, there's no way that I'm going to be able to afford this. I called every medical supply store in my area. I looked online for medical supply, called them, had a social worker call them, see if there's any way that they were going to accept any type of insurance. And the answer was always no, because if they are refurbished, they don't they don't accept insurance. Um, they will... Um, uh, They will only do private pay. So then we ran into the problem of, um, okay, how how are we going to afford this? So that is where this amazing resource came along. Um, So what I did personally for our durable medical equipment when we were looking at hospital beds is I went on to eBay and I looked up. Um, the specific hospital bed that I wanted to get Dad, and started looking at how much it was co- it would cost. Um, and I was able to actually find a hospital bed for under a thousand dollars for him in the one that I wanted. Okay, so we're talking. This is like an amazing hospital bed. It sits all the way up. So it's easier for transfers. It does everything that I said in the tilting. It has the air mattress, right? Under a thousand dollars. Absolutely amazing. So my first recommendation is if you're looking for a hospital bed, you're wanting to take care of somebody at home, go on eBay and type in, um, the hospital bed, whether it's Hill ROM, some other type of hospital bed, the specific one, um, and I can share a link with you as to which one we specifically did. Um, but you type that in, see what's there. A lot of people will go on there and share. And, um, like, it's been used by their loved one. And so they're going to get rid of it and kind of give it for a discounted price as well. Um, but there's also this one called Tech Yard Medical on eBay. And what they do is they actually have um, – they have – hospital beds that may have like a missing part or not like a, a, an important missing part, but like um, a headboard or footboard missing, or it has a service light that's going off, um, but something that's not really a critical thing for it. And so they are selling these beds for really cheap and it's at a warehouse and they will send it out to you. You'd have to pay for the shipping on it, but they're, um, unless you're nearby in, in North Carolina, but they're shipping it out for um, people, very reduced costs because there might be just wear and tear on it, like scratching on it or um, a button may not work, but you may not need that button. So anyway, because of Techyard Medical, we were able to get a bed for dad um, for, under a thousand dollars, which is huge. Yes, we had to pay out of pocket, but a thousand dollars is a lot better than five. And Dad's needs are um, are just are just at that point where we have to have um, we just have to have it, you know. So I'm getting I'm typing this in right now. Techyard Medical Hospital bed. I can bring it up on eBay and share the link with you guys. So some of these beds that are listed are, you know, like 600 bucks. There's um, there's a Hill ROM, This is the one we've got. It's a Hillrom P1900 total care, all electric hospital bed for $700, okay? So I'm telling you, if you are looking for a hospital bed, you are taking care of your loved one at home, no, we actually went and picked it up, Michelle, um, because they were so close. They do ship, um, but because we were so close, we just went up to the warehouse, and we actually um, – because it's, it's like 20 minutes for me. Um, we went up to the warehouse, and we grabbed it ourselves, so we wouldn't have to pay for shipping. Um, but here, I'm going to share this link here for the eBay. So I'm telling you, if you're looking for a hospital bed – and you can't afford anything expensive. Check out Techyard Medical on eBay um, and go through eBay posts about these beds. Um, you know, there's a hill. like I said, there's, what we got dad was a Hillrom P1900 total care bed. And ours was a sport one, which is even more expensive. And we got it for under a thousand dollars. I'm going to post also the um, type of bed that we got dad. Um, and if you look on there right now, they've, yeah, Techyard Medical is who's is on eBay. The brand of the hospital bed is Hill Rom. Um, so if you go on there, you will see. I'm going to give you guys an example of this too. Let me go here, and this way you guys can get to the site a lot easier. So this one is $700. Um, and this is just one example. Okay. And they were really good about working with us. Um, yeah, you're right about shipping being astronomical. So my thought though is you can actually limit your eBay searches for your area to do pickup only, um, because there's gotta be, you know, people in your area that are doing the same thing. If they're doing it here, they've gotta be doing it elsewhere too. Um, but here for Tech Yard Medical, because I just want to give you guys a really good example of, you know, what you're looking at, um, where you can go on there and just see the beds. Um, and um, these are as-is beds, right? They do. So what we found, they told us that there was a service light on um, our bed. And so we checked to see what that service light was. And we actually were able to clear it out. And there is nothing wrong with the bed whatsoever. Um, So we were able to kind of clear that service light out by just restarting the bed a few times and just going through the things and we downloaded the manual for it. So we got this bed for under a thousand dollars. There's no issues with it uh, at all. It's a wonderful bed. Dad is comfortable in it. So my first recommendation for durable medical equipment if um, insurance is not willing to pay or you don't have Medicare or Medicaid and you are wanting something more than the basic hospital bed, because we know our Huntington loved ones need something more than just the basic one. um, As they get into the advanced stages, check out eBay, look at what you um, can find on there. Um, If you want any recommendations as far as good hospital beds, Um, please feel free to reach out to me. I am happy to talk to you about all the research I did on these beds because I'm saying I did a ton of research on these, on all of these hospital beds on how they work. Hill ROM obviously is a big name for hospital beds. It is not the only name. So um, definitely, um, you know, reach out to me if you've got questions about those. So that's the first place to start. Um, is looking on eBay and seeing what you could find on there for a lot cheaper. So the question is, well, if I can't pay $1,000, what do I do? So the great thing about eBay is with, um, there's this thing called PayPal. And PayPal tends to, with certain items, do a loan for you for up to six months with no interest. Um, that is what we did. Um, we were able to purchase it through the PayPal um you know, getting a, just a six month interest free loan on there. And, um, and that's how we were able to do it. You can also go to a bank and see about doing a loan. If you're at that point, um, that you can do that, realize that you may have to pay, um, very, very good point, Mary. I will bring that up next. So, um, if you're doing a loan, though, for the hospital bed, because obviously that is your biggest cost, um, you know, you can go to, go to a bank. You can also, um, you know, like I said, for us, our best thing, our experience was we were having problems with financial assistance. I couldn't get a hold of our state assistance programs um, because of COVID. They were kind of closed. Everybody was working from home, so I wasn't getting a lot of luck. So we just ended up doing PayPal um, and that has worked great for us because we're just able to make payments on it monthly and uh, for the next six months and pay it off. So awesome option for us. um, And I wanted to throw that out there because I, when it felt like there was no way we were going to be able to do this, we were able to find a way. And I just want you guys to know that, that there is a way to do it. You're not alone. I am here to help you guys figure this all out, especially if you, are wanting your loved one at home and not in a skilled nursing facility right now. Okay, that being said, um, I'm going to share this other link because every state has state assistance programs for durable medical equipment. So you can actually reach out to your state and find out how they will help pay for durable medical equipment. That includes wheelchairs. It includes the hospital beds includes, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I'm putting that link. This has been a lifesaver for me, this website, okay? And don't get thrown off by the name because it's payingforseniorcare.com. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a certain age to be reaching out to them. But it is an amazing resource to be able to reach out and find out what steps you need to take to be able to get durable medical equipment. What your state offers as far as financial assistance. Um, this website will also take you to um, finding assistance for elder care attorneys, for um, you know finding care for your loved one, and how to get that set up. So this website, uh, payingforseniorcare.com, has been a godsend for me, um, just because it has. Um, Tammy just brought up a very good point. So just remember, don't get PayPal MasterCard. It does not do the interest-free. Just do regular PayPal. Um, It's Right. So it's not a credit card through PayPal. Um, So eBay offers, it's specific to eBay, I think, maybe, or PayPal, where um, it offers this loan, you know, an interest-free loan for six months. Um, So do not do the MasterCard. You're absolutely right, Tammy. But anyway, this website has been a godsend for me in being able to figure out um, care for dad at home and getting things set up because I'm telling you, we have struggled left and right in getting care for dad and finding assistance for paying for things. And I just didn't know where to go, really, um, especially during COVID because everything seems closed and nobody's calling back. So this website, this payingforseniorcare.com website has been amazing. Check it out. I put a link in the comments um, for the state assistance programs for durable medical equipment. Um, and like I said, they will help with wheelchairs. They will help with the hospital beds. Um, reach out and see what they'll cover and see if they can help you. Um they actually so what they actually have a, a feature on there where you can go through and put information as to um, what your loved ones needs are, and they will specify um, what ways to go, whether it's through Medicaid, um, Medicare, um, and, and kind of personalize your list of um, assistance. You know whether it's financial assistance or other ways. Um, So it's a really good website. Totally recommend it. Um, I'm going to post that on our blog talk radio page as well. So people have a way to get to it. Um, So that was my next big thing. How, you know, how are you going to pay for this? Check out that website. See, um, it even has a link for financial assistance for care, um, which again, we run into, you know, if you're like me, we're still struggle, struggling to get dad care in home. Um, right now it's me and mom. We only have um, home health, uh, a home health nurse coming in once a week, which is not enough. Um, and then we have a CNA that's supposed to be coming in twice a week, which um, is fine if they show up. <laughs> so, but we need more than that. So what we're working on now, and one of the things that we learned through Medicaid, so dad finally... Qualified for Medicaid. This is another thing. If you have Medicare, do not think that you won't qualify for Medicaid. Our loved ones, well, specifically my dad, because of dialysis, um, has more expensive needs. And so we have to meet a deductible, which we need. Um, but he was able to qualify for Medicaid for that reason. And so um, Medicaid will act like a supplement. Ah. Um, uh, Thanks, Tammy. So Tammy said there's a lot of places you can use PayPal other than eBay. So um, many stores take it. So that's a really good thing to remember um, for that PayPal loan thing. So if you're maybe looking on Amazon for stuff as well, I'm not sure if they take it or not, but there's um, definitely other websites that will take it. Here goes. um, We've we've struggled. Um, Medicaid acts like a supplement. They'll do this as well for uh, durable medical equipment. So whatever Medicare won't pay for, Medicaid will come in on the back end, and um, usually will cover things. So work with um, work with a social worker, or a case manager, to see what you can get them to pay for. Because a lot of times um, Medicaid will come in and, and pay on the back end of things for certain for certain things. Let me clarify that for certain things. Again, medically necessary really document everything as to why it's medically necessary in order to get um, Medicaid and Medicare to pay. Um, so with Medicaid, you're able to get personal care services. Um, and that's for, you know, so many hours a week, somebody will come in and help. So what if you don't qualify for that? Hey, awesome, Michelle. Help for HD donation location takes PayPal. Um what if you don't qualify for personal care services? You don't have Medicaid. So this is another thing that this website's really good about is helping find affordable care, which means it could be, um, if you're looking for respite care, sometimes they'll donate, like a, there'll be a nonprofit that donates respite care. Um, so many hours of respite care. Um, it could be a scholarship for care. It could be a grant. Um, so go on there for that type of stuff as well. Take a look, see what you can find. Telling you wealth of information. This website huge help. Um, wheelchairs. So, <laughs> um, I have learned a lot about wheelchairs recently as well. Most of us are familiar with the Broda wheelchair, um, and I'm going to send you a. a picture of what that looks like uh i know i'm sending you guys a lot of links in here in the facebook thing but it's really helpful to have these so broda has this thing special wheelchair and if you've ever been at an hdsa convention um, a lot of times you'll see Berta set up and they'll have their special chairs there and they're awesome. And um, I've actually got a picture of me sitting in one because I thought it was so cool. Um, so they have Huntington specific um, padding and packages. And so they tend to be one of my favorites just because um, their chairs really are um, awesome. So here is a link to that. From what I have found so far, they have been, they are one of the best um, just because they've really done their research on stuff. Now, um, initially, when we were looking for a wheelchair, we were thinking, oh, dad's going to be able to do an electric wheelchair and he can move it himself. And we've moved into advanced stages and that's not possible now. So I am very glad we did not get an electric wheelchair for that reason um, because I was all about it. I was all about. Oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna get him this. He's gonna be able to do it and he's gonna have independence, and we're at a stage now where he cannot. So definitely keep that in mind because if you're only able to get Medicare or insurance to pay for one wheelchair, you wanna make sure it's gonna be something that's gonna last a long time. Um, it's going to be easy for caregivers, okay? Because we're talking transfers, we're talking, you know, you want it to be easy for them, but Falling out of a wheelchair, as you know, basic wheelchairs—they're gonna um, just slip right out. Um, and and that has been, let me tell you, a big problem with Dad. Um, just sliding right out of his basic wheelchair, um, you know, and and uh, his. See, our our basic wheelchair that we first got doesn't have a belt, so there was no way to belt him in. Our transfer wheelchair that we got um, has a belt, so it's been a little bit easier, but we don't take the transfer chair everywhere. So those are things to keep in mind, you know, having a belt on the wheelchair. If you don't have have a belt on the wheelchair, you can go onto Amazon or onto um, other sites and get a belt for a wheelchair. And it's fairly cheap. Um, You know, so those are things to consider if you have to use just a basic wheelchair. But if you've got Medicare, if you've got insurance that will pay for one wheelchair, definitely look at the Brodo wheelchair. Um, I would not recommend, as you're going into the more advanced stages of HD, I would not recommend an electric wheelchair um, just because it's very hard to maneuver uh, for the uh, person with Huntington's. And they're delayed in their responses, so, um, so they may not push the buttons at the correct time that they're expecting to. Um, and then they, you know, they just have major issues with it. So find something that's going to work for you as the caregiver and as the patient. Um, and definitely um, check that out. But Broda, I'm going to stick with them on this one. Um, and I'm going to tell you for any other wheelchairs, for your loved one's specific needs, have your neurologist put in a wheelchair evaluation. Um, and that way, that way you can find what works best for you guys. Again, Broda is not the only one out there. There are other ones that work really well for Huntington's, but um, this is our really the high end, we know this works wheelchair for Huntington's. Um, and this is not their only one. There are, are other ones too um, within Broda. Uh, And you can contact them. So that's the other thing that's really great about Broda is um, you can reach out to them, and they're very willing to help you. Um, uh, And Michelle just made a really good point because this is what we've done with dad. Um, Gate belts work as a seat belt for a wheelchair. Such a good point, and we've had to do that. Gate belts also really work um, very well for a hospital bed if your loved one keeps trying to get out of it and you just need something for them to kind of remain in the bed for a minute. Um, We've used gate belt as a kind of makeshift strap to the bed um, in order to keep dad in the bed because he kept trying to get up and we didn't need him to have another fall. So, yes, gate belt. Awesome. That's another thing that you want to make sure that you have at home is a gate belt. Uh, very, very needed. Physical therapy will work uh, with you um, with a gate belt. So um, these are things, you know, when you go into a doctor's office or a neurologist, when you're thinking, well, what do I ask for? You know, I don't even know where to start for my loved one. And, you know, what is it that they can get at home? Physical therapy. Physical therapy. I'm going to say it again. Physical therapy. <laughs> Huge help. Um, they will help you with, um, learning how to physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. They will all help you with the gate belt. They'll help with, um, feeding modifications, um, for your loved one who's aspirating. I want to do a show on that alone on those feeding modifications. Cause I am now learning so much stuff about those things, uh, because of dad aspirating, um, so speech therapy, you can get at home. They'll come in weekly. Physical therapy and occupational therapy will come in one to two times a week. These are all things that you can ask the neurologist for. Um, home health, um, you know, and having a nurse come in, a CNA to come in to bathe, and um, and personal care services um, where somebody will actually come and sit with them or help with other things. So... Um, Those are all things that you can ask for. uh, And that in itself could be a whole other show. And I'm happy to do a show on all of those things. Um, Those are things that I'm struggling with right now. And I'm happy to share those experiences and what I'm learning as I'm learning them. Um, But um, I'm going to also tell you that care.com is a, is a huge um, help when it comes to care. If you are able to afford um, paying somebody, if you are unable to afford paying somebody, please, please check out that paying website and see if you can get financial assistance. Um, if you're un- if you don't have Medicaid or um, your insurance doesn't pay for any type of personal care services um, or respite care, even respite care, I'm telling you just being able to, you know, as mom, as a caregiver, it's so hard for her um To be there all the time, it's just exhausting for both of us, you know, to never get a break. So, respite care is is a huge need. Don't be afraid to reach out for that. Um, That's a whole other show. We'll talk about that. Durable medical equipment. I'll try to stay on task. I just have so much information for you guys. Um, Gate belts. Huge, huge thing. You can get them on Amazon. Um, Yep. Michelle's right. Services have limitations with Medicare and Medicaid, Um, and those services are – so it goes by county, too. So one county may have personal care services, and another county will not. It's all about what type of funding they have in their county. Again, that's a whole other show. I will definitely go into that because I think that's information that we as caregivers need to have um, because it is – Um, It's a struggle, Um, especially and I mean, this is one of the reasons I moved Dad into my county because we have more services in my county than he did in the county that he was in. Um, So those are things to consider that maybe moving somebody to a different county just because of the services that are available. But as far as durable medical equipment, um, most every state has assistance. for durable medical equipment, there are a lot of, of nonprofits that will actually help with the cost of durable medical equipment too, um, diagnosis-based as well. Um, you know, things. Um, gate belts are a very, very cheap thing that you can get on Amazon. Um, you know, there are different types of gate belts, uh, and I'm doing research on that right now because um, not all gate belts are created equally, I have found. Um, So, you know, you got to do your research on that. That's something I'd reach out to caregivers about as well. Um, So here's the thing. You're at home. You've got all this equipment. Oh, one other big thing that um, insurance will pay for. Again, medically necessary. Document everything. A Hoyer lift. Oh, my God. Hoyer lift. Amazing. Telling you. Um, That's a lifesaver as well for if your loved one falls and you can't get them up or if you're lifting them out of bed because they're unable to get out of bed especially in advanced stages. A Hoyer lift. Huge, huge thing. So glad we have it. Get insurance to pay for it because they will. You just have to fight for it. Um, Those are the big things. Hoyer lift, hospital bed, uh, wheelchair. Then you've got your little things like gate belt. Um, other big thing for, it's not really equipment, but it's things to have in your home whenever you're taking care of somebody at home is grab bars, a transfer chair, um, or a shower chair. Uh, again, that's considered durable medical equipment, so your state assistance program would help with a transfer chair or a shower chair. Um, and your insurance should pay for those as well. If not, you can get them fairly cheap on um, Amazon. So definitely check into that. But I would check with your state assistance program first for those just because they, w- they are very willing to help with those things. Um, <clears throat> so before I, you know, close off the show, you've got all this equipment in your house. You're taking care of your loved one in your home. What are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to manage all of this? It's a lot of stuff right? It's a ton of stuff that you're having to do, and it's overwhelming. Michelle West made a very good point in our last show, and that is getting some type of CNA nurse aide background, whether you take the actual course or not, though I would recommend taking the course, um, which takes time, but getting some type of education in that nurse aide field Um, to take care of your loved one at home because there are things that they do in that nurse aid class that are extremely helpful and really prepare you for taking care of somebody at home. Um, So definitely, definitely consider that if you're thinking of taking care of your loved one at home instead of putting them into a skilled nursing facility, especially during COVID. Um, Michelle just pointed out Medicare, Medicaid will not pay up for a Hoyer lift and a lift chair. Oh, really? Because Medicare paid for it for us. Um, lift. Okay, well, I'll look into that more, Michelle, because um, I don't know why. Maybe it was the supplement that helped pay for it, but I'll get back to you on that because we have both, um, and insurance did pay. Now, they only paid 80%, so we had to pay 20%. But they did pay, and through the um, medical supply place, they are letting us make payments on on whatever is left over, which is not a lot. Um, But I'll definitely look into that and get back to you on that um, because there might just be a loophole or something. I'm not sure how that works. So I'll get back on that one. Um, I'm going to write myself a note about that. I'm going to put it in my phone. Um, So if you're overwhelmed... With okay, we've got all this equipment at home. How do I take care of a loved one now at home? Um, really getting that nurse aid information um, and that education is extremely helpful uh, because they you go through when you're a nurse aid, you go through clinicals just like a nurse does. You have to go into a facility and actually do clinicals, and you get this hands on hands on experience. Um, but it really, really prepares you for taking care of somebody at home. And um, and I I honestly believe it's necessary um, to be able to provide really good care um, because you you just notice more things. Definitely consider it. Well, you know if you don't have a lot of time to do it. Um, again, that's a struggle. Um, but it's an option, especially if. You know, you're taking care of your loved one at home and you want to leave them at home, um, especially during COVID. Um, And I also want to point out that keeping your loved one at home in advanced stages is not for everybody. Um, I'm not saying that this is the only option. I'm not saying that it's bad to put somebody into a skilled nursing facility. It's not bad to put somebody into a skilled nursing facility. I uh, think that skilled nursing facilities are great. I think assisted living facilities are great. Um, and I think that when it's, you know, when you don't have any other option, um, you need to do it so you don't burn out. That being said, not everybody wants to do it. And that's okay too. I want people to know you can do this from home um, and, and you have support. Um, there are resources. You just have to dig, and I'm trying to make that a little bit easier for everybody to not have to dig so hard um, because it has been exhausting trying to find this information, trying to find ways to get appeals and um, just getting help in general. So if I can make it easier on you guys, please reach out. Let me know what I can do. Um, and and I am absolutely 100% here for you guys I may not respond right away because I'm a caregiver, too, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to navigate all of this. So if I, if it takes me a while, um, I'm sorry. Definitely reach back out to me um, if I don't respond because I've got a lot going on, too, with Dad, um, especially in these advanced stages and, um, and how bad off he is right now. So um, do not be afraid to reach out but you may have to reach out again and just remind me with everything that's going on. I'm happy to share whatever information I have. I actually have done a CNA class, so I do have information on nurse aid um, if you want just some basic information and kind of what they learn and um, different things to look for. For us, you know, personally at home, we also have one of the main things for us is um, we have a blood pressure cuff, we have a pulse oximeter for dad because he's on oxygen. Um, And these are things that we check regularly for him because of his needs. So those are other little things to think about aside from the durable medical equipment that you might not think that you need at home, but they're really good things to have at home. Uh, If your loved one has diabetes, there are a lot of things out there right now for assistance with diabetes, um, Diabetes Association. So those are other financial assistance things that you can look at. Again, that um, paying for senior care website is really good. About that information as well, and finding things. Even um, you know, if your your loved one has eye problems, you can actually get assistance for certain um, things when it comes to the eyes. Um, so definitely take a look at that resource. Keep it on tap because it's just been a really good thing um, in helping with dig dig for for um, assistance and resources and having that available. Um, so I'm going to end the show because I made it a very long show, but I think this information is very important. I would really, really love to do a follow-up show on um, Medicare, Medicaid, on you know, getting care in home, and um, maybe some tips and tricks on that. And you know, definitely give me feedback as to what you would like to hear, especially in these times of COVID. Um, if you find this information helpful, uh, to have, um, I'd love to do a show on palliative care and hospice as well, because uh, not everybody qualifies for hospice. So, what's the difference between palliative care and hospice? So, these are shows I'm looking into. I definitely would love feedback on what you guys think, on um, what you would specifically want from these shows. Um, but until then. Um, We'll end the show for durable medical equipment. Um, this is a really good before I before we get off of here. Tammy, I want to point out something that you just said. Being fifty-two and having my own medical issues. So a lot of our caregivers my mom has congestive heart failure. Okay. So um obviously there is a struggle with our um with our Caregivers, making sure that they get the care they need and not being able to do everything, right? So, like, my mom can't lift my dad. Hoyer lift. That's why it was so huge for us. Um, And making sure that somebody else is able to be there. And, yeah, so you're going to have to be the caregiver for your son, but you have your own medical issues. So that's something that I definitely want to uh, talk about all the help you can get. Yes, ma'am. Tammy, I am there for you. Please reach out to me and we will talk about that more. I will do a show on caregivers having their own medical issues and how you navigate taking care of somebody with Huntington's. I think that is um, a huge, a huge need. Um, But until then, I'm going to say goodbye for tonight or for today and um, you guys take care and I will talk to you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.